the village. Um, my impression, obviously, uh, much more a sort of place to go and have a coffee and, and sit down for a light meal today. Mm -hmm. But my impression is it was often a place to meet, a place that you would bump into your neighbour oh. and, and stop and talk in the street. Absolutely, because the drinking of coffee and the drinking of wine, as we now do, is sort of second nature, uh, didn't exist in those days. Cocktails, certainly. But you went to the village to shop and you either walked or rode your bicycle. And that's where you, you went always to the same uh, people who provide you with meat and, and groceries and so on. Well, you mentioned loose, and you mentioned in passing, I think, probably the, the sights and sounds and smells of his oh, shop. Oh, absolutely. What of other characters? What of other... Sort of Coppins was another up on further along the highway. And, and scrub pine benches and the, the grocer, Mr. Coppin himself, Junior, I can remember, in a long white, and Mr. Lewis too, long white overall. Um, you bought quantities of, of, of stuff in bulk, very little packaging, um, but always quality stuff. You always bought velvet soap and you always bought nurse's cornflour and, and Wheaties and so on. And of course the Wheaties factory in in North Fremantle is still there as a residential place. But this was standard. Allen's the chemist and Green's pharmacy were, were other places and Beale's the butcher where you went along and he chopped up on his chopping block the various cuts and, and bits and pieces that you'd been sent down to buy for your mother. But they knew what, what you required. I mean, it, it was almost as though they had developed a connection with the family. Right, I know that you'll be needing such and such and such and such a cut tonight, old boy. You'd have in a butcher shop, for example, um, some joints hanging up, and he would go into the refrigerator, the Borkin refrigerator, to get others. But there was no pre-packaging, no pre-cutting of meat. It was always prepared for you in front of you. Um, not... Well, I suppose today you can do that, but butchers have a much greater variety and it's all pre-prepared. Um, same with, I can remember Buchanan's Drapery on the corner where, marvellous, they sold everything from wool to cotton to thread and needles, all the things that women needed because they knitted their own garments and they made their own clothes on a Singer sewing machine. Um, families did that, was the way to go a very little alternative of buying ready-made clothes. And particularly during the war, when there was great duress and shortage, you had to make do. And you learned very quickly that you, you did that. But the same with Davies News Agency um, in the village. The village was a place where the people from Pittman Grove came and Cottesloe, it was the centre for that whole residential area. And apart from that very short strip of shops and a bit up, up up and down the highway um the only other places to buy your your groceries and green groceries and so on was the old corner shop and they were sprinkled around the place all over the place i can remember the caltech service station on the corner of jared street where uh, those few people who had cars would drive in for their petrol um, i can remember the barber shop in napoleon street which was also, of course, a tobacconist. And men always had short back and sides and loads of brew cream to slather it down. With a billiard room at the back, which was a bit, always considered to be a bit sus, and with the races on the radio blaring out, and the barber was always a man who was interested in racing and betting and so on. Part of an institution of having a haircut. Uh, heaven forbid today. 